you're going to be challenged every day of your life. So just don't back down. You're stronger than you think you are. Those are the words of 17-year-old Katrina Cole, who recently completed a cheerleading squad competition by herself after her three teammates backed out at the last minute. Let's talk about overcoming your unique challenges and maximizing the flow in your life today on the Next Simple Step Podcast. I'm Paul Goldsmith. You remember the last time you had courage like Katrina to put yourself out there, to go it alone? to take a risk by yourself. For many people, courage peaks in childhood, and by the time you're 17 or 27, even 37, you're too self-conscious. You just want to fit in, go with the flow, and not embarrass yourself. You're much too grown up at this point, have too many responsibilities, obligations, things that wouldn't be prudent for you to step out and do something risky. Yes, I just use the word prudent. It reminds me of Dana Carvey impersonating the first President Bush. Wouldn't be prudent. In all seriousness, though, I want to help you stop going with the flow and start having more active flow in your work and life. Let's define what I mean by flow. It was defined by psychologist Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, and the way he defines flow as the best moments in life usually occur when a person's body or mind is stretched to do its limits in a voluntary effort to accomplish something difficult and worthwhile. It's something we make happen. And our focus follows flow. And so today, we really want to dig into how do we maximize the flow in our life? It starts by not settling for cheaper thrills. You actually have got to commit to a difficult task, something that is 5% harder than your current skills and outside of your comfort zone. Scrolling on your phone or checking your email, those things make you feel good for a moment, uh, but they don't produce flow and they end up producing anxiety because you're not challenging your abilities. You're not growing. You are not seeing what's possible. The dopamine, the good feelings that are produced through flow, there's actually eight components. And I want to go through those and see if you can identify some activities in your life that you could do more regularly to produce this flow in your life on a regular basis. So the first of the eight components, it has to be a task we have a chance of completing. So the challenge can't be so great that there's just no shot that we're going to complete it because that is kind of self-defeating. Number two, we must be able to concentrate while we're doing it. Number three, the concentration is usually possible because that task has clear goals. And number four, we get immediate feedback on what's working, what's not, adjustments that need to be made. Number five, you have a deep involvement and you forget about the worries and frustrations of everyday life. You're focused on the activity at hand. Number six, you have a sense of control over your actions. So nobody's forcing you to do this. You signed up for it and you are so focused on the task at hand. Number seven, you forget about yourself. You get over yourself because you're so engaged in this activity. And number eight, your sense of time is altered. Hours can pass and it may seem like only minutes. 
I think one of the most popular ways that people experience flow is by playing video games because you get immersed in that. Hours are lost. But for me, that doesn't create significance in my life. So nothing wrong with playing video games. It can feel good. It can produce that dopamine. But what I'm talking about is things you will look back with a sense of accomplishment and whatever it is, it helps you become a better version of yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually. And so I want you to think about what those activities might be. What gifts have you been given that lay dormant, that maybe you've forgotten about because you're too busy adulting? The difference between amateurs and professionals is amateurs wait for motivation and professionals get to work. If you want to become an entrepreneur, don't wait for your big idea or big break. No one's going to hand it to you. You can learn to flow by pursuing your entrepreneurial dream. I would encourage you once a quarter, so four times a year, find an activity, find a pursuit that you really can immerse yourself in. Learn a new skill, something that you're curious about. What is it? Is it starting a podcast? I'm here to tell you it's not easy, but it's definitely a fun creative outlet. Everyone likes to dream about their big break or winning the lottery, but we deep down know that's probably not going to happen, especially if you don't play the lottery. So instead of focusing on pure luck, figure out how you can do the next simple step, the thing that's just beyond your reach. And we'll take running, for example, because I love to run. Don't try to run a marathon if you have no running experience. Go for a run around the block. Do that every day for a week. Then add some distance. Then find a friend. Get Strava on your phone. Level up. What would your life be like if you were constantly pursuing activities that challenge your abilities, that helped you get mentally tougher and physically stronger and brought alignment to your soul? Can you imagine a world where everybody was leaning into those challenging activities that they were leveling up and and challenging themselves on a regular basis? There'd be a lot less criticism for others. Life is too short to worry about what anybody else is going to think anyway. And so if you want to maximize your enjoyment of your flow, lean into your particular giftings and interest and challenge yourself. You have to let go of the easy and continually sign up for new and increasing challenges and then eliminate anything that inhibits or sabotages your flow that allows you to settle for lesser goals or to get too comfortable. Comfort is overrated. It doesn't make for good stories. Do something that creates a great story, something you'll tell your grandkids about someday. Do something The seven-year-old version of you would be proud of because you never know who is watching your example. If you have kids, they're for sure watching what you do more than they hear what you say. So go ahead. If you don't know what that activity of flow is for you, I encourage you to start the practice of morning pages, a great way to discover what's just beneath the surface on your subconscious. First thing of waking up in the morning, writing out what comes to mind and really ask yourself, pray about it, consider what might produce flow in my life. What would be exciting to try? What am I a little scared of? See what shows up for you. If it's been a while since you've experienced flow in your life or you'd like help getting unstuck, getting started and exploring your next simple steps, I'd be happy to help. You can reach out and text me on the hotline. It's 559 574 
three, two, one, zero. Now go find your flow. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Thanks for listening to the next Simple Step Podcast. I'll talk to you next time.